0: take this moment for yourself to be present listen to guided meditations and wellness tips designed to help you stay centered and achieve your goals we'll guide you through the practice of mindfulness self-care gratitude and love all created to empower you to live your best life for more visit getgrounded.life Hello and welcome. I'm Nirel and this is Get Grounded. Today we have a special guest, my very dear friend Hannah Maurer, who is an educator, a teacher, inspirer, an advocate for restorative justice, an all-around wonderful human being uh, whom I met in Spain actually over four years ago now. And we happened to be in LA recently by chance at the same time. So we decided to record part of this conversation we had at a lovely little a lovely little cafe. And uh, I hope that the noise um, doesn't take away too much from the content because we talk about some really wonderful topics, um, such as community circles. And different sort of innovative approaches to education and to sort of behavioral change, especially in young people. So, I am really excited about sharing this episode with you, um, this little window into our conversation. And I'd love to know what you think afterwards. So, please feel free to comment. To respond back by email um, or whatever sort of channels make sense for you and I hope you enjoy okay so I am here with my dear friend Hannah and (laughs) and we are in the middle of uh, of LA of like a neighborhood of LA that neither of us is really familiar with Mm -hmm. Um, sorry if it's noisy but we found our way to a lovely little uh, Korean Catholic church mm-hmm. that makes lovely uh, lemon tea, mm-hmm. which I think is just lemon and um, honey water. Yeah, so it's, it's great. <laughs> I <know>. it's like <laughs> after being like, I could really use a coffee right now. It's like, or some lemon and honey water. <laughs> Probably still gonna get one. <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh my gosh, we could, girl. We could be here all day. <laughs> right? Seriously. Um, yeah, but so we were talking about community mm-hmm. and um, just how community so wait what did you just you just told me something about community I think I was saying that I think community is the
1: remedy for I didn't want to say problems but I feel that um, with what I view before we were talking about middle schoolers and I just had this thought where um, I think social media as much as I engage with it and love it on many in many ways um, can be very isolating and i think it's creating more of a generation that self isolates with like almost a false sense of community and i think that when you really get people together and have them sit face to face it can help them overcome a lot of of their own things that they're dealing with or that they're dealing with 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 each other um And I see this, like, every week because I do, like, community circles in my classroom. And it really does affect, like, relationships between peer, like, peer-to-peer relationships, relationships with adults in the school. And I think it ultimately, um, yeah, it just helps people Mm -hmm. to be around other people. Mm -hmm.
0: It's, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. I think it's interesting because, like, on the one hand, um, like, with social media we've talked about, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, like, in ways, like you said, it's isolating. Mm -hmm um and it's interesting because like in ways it can bring community together too absolutely um and i think that's oh mm-hmm. there we go i don't know if you hear the church bells but it's three, three, 4, four? four? it's four. 4 my my watch is still on east coast time and we're on the west coast but um but yeah so it's like in ways it's um and there's a plane i, I love it <laughs> hopefully hopefully you can hear us <laughs> but uh anyway in ways it brings people together also mm-hmm. but um, but there's like that line like we were talking about you know it's kind of knowing when to when to kind of disconnect and knowing when to be like okay I I'm gonna go do things in the in the world mm-hmm. like and just be with myself or mm-hmm. or be with other people in uh, person yeah well I think it's
1: like I mean I think it does it can foster community and I'm not trying to knock that but I do think um, you are able and everybody I think knows this you can curate your Instagram your social media whatever to um, fit your own worldview or to fit like how you want to perceive others so I think when you're curating your own community it can become much like, you know, like a bubble effect, or it can lead to just feeling, you know, like, you know, you're not enough, or that what you're doing isn't important and true, um, so that's, like, kind of my reasons to, and I see this with my students, where it's just, like, the information they're getting, or things, you know, the here's, though, they're looking up to, they're not bad by any means, but I think, um, you know they're searching for something when it might just be like around them and they just need to get off their phones (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. I don't know I I don't know if I have like more things to say about that Mm -hmm. but that's my own um kind of view it on, on it all and how I try and get off Instagram where it's just like I think I'm falling into the same, like we were talking about before, the mental habits or the mental thought patterns of, like, feeling like I'm not doing enough. And I and I think maybe that's when I stop living, like, simply, because I'm like, I need to do, like, all these people are able to do all these things and live a normal life. And it's like, no, they're forming these, this curated, like, picture story. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they have daily struggles and ups and downs, and I, uh, yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself by looking at how others are living and just focus on myself and keep it simple.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds like a solid philosophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing that I appreciate is that um, there's some, I'm seeing more normalization of, like, if you want to call them flaws, mm-hmm. you know, on social media, like mm-hmm. at least on Instagram. It's like, but they're not flaws. They're mm-hmm. just more of the whole spectrum because Mm -hmm. when we talk about when you talk about you know curating social media Mm -hmm. and your own feed Mm -hmm. it's like yeah I can you know have photos of like whatever you know whatever like people who all have the same body type or something Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. I walk down the street and everybody looks different I mean depending on where you live but um, but yeah and people don't just look different they come from different backgrounds like There's so many ways in which we're all similar and there are so many ways in which we're different and those differences can be celebrated um, but not if we are isolating ourselves to only live in this sort of homogenous bubble. Like Mm -hmm. be it living in a a place Mm -hmm. but maybe even in person you still interact with the occasional person that's outside of that Mm -hmm. um, or on the internet where you can kind of even like... uh, to a greater degree, do that sort of curation where Mm -hmm. you're not really exposed to other Mm -hmm. ideas or like differences, which Mm -hmm. like make the world go round. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, So can you talk more about the, um, you were talking about the community, the circles that you do Mm -hmm. in your class? That sounds beautiful. For
1: sure. So I I started teaching three years ago in the first school I taught at um, in North Portland, But
0: you've taught for for a long time, I mean, in different contexts. Yeah. So
1: I've been teaching for, this will be my seventh year, which is crazy. I'm giving Narelle really wide, like, shocked eyes right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, for seven years. But three of those, I was working more in, like, an assistant teaching role in Spain. But since I started teaching in the States, there's this movement towards... um, restorative justice and moving away from a punitive um kind of like more racially based um punishment system. I mean like to give you background, like usually girls and boys of colors, specifically like black boys are over identified um for like special ed and for like you know punitive um punishments within school system. So on that note, I do community circles because sometimes I always want to jump to the end, but I want to give, like, the background knowledge of it. So, like, mm-hmm. circles. That's great. Yeah. So, circles, mm-hmm. the, the book I, I usually, I've kind of used, I've learned about them through participating in them, having them facilitated, and then being taught while having them facilitated around me. So, I've, I've encountered them in a lot of different ways. And I've recently started reading a book called "Circle Forward." Who I cannot remember the name of the author, but it's like kind of like the mm. the big Kahuna book about circle practice.
0: Mm. I'll put the link in the show notes. For sure, the, yeah, it's a really it.
1: good book. Um, it has tons of circle prompts. But the whole I like the idea behind it is that by um, creating circle practices where all the students sit in a circle in your classroom, you co-create norms for the circle like you know what stays in here what's said in here stays in here you know like one mic and you create these norms you have a center piece, and then you have a talking piece and you create these structures then you can start forming um or what I do is I do weekly circles or bi-weekly bi-weekly bi-monthly I do them every two weeks i
0: I just <laughs> had this conversation with uh-huh. my colleagues the other day how bi-weekly is like just kind of a silly term because right. you can't tell if it's twice a week or every two weeks yeah i know wow. a, it doesn't make sense i <laughs>
1: was just going yeah. on my brain. i was like i've never thought of this yeah
0: <laughs> um, i've thought about it too many
1: times <laughs> <laughs> not again um but so restorative justice and community circles are linked because the whole point is to try and form relationships with your students by you know having them all answer like different um, prompts. So I always try and be super silly with mine because mine are pretty silly. I always try. and If we're gonna talk about like a more, like you know, touchy or like potentially like more personal like subject for that week's like community topic, I usually try and start off with a super silly one because it kind of breaks them out of their like you know teenage headspace. Like one week, one of the prompts I started off with was like, if you could be a type of potato dish, what would it be? Um, because a I hadn't planned one and I was really kind of hungry before lunch and we had some strong opinions about which potato dish we'd be a lot of lot of tater tots out there There (laughs) but then it allows you to kind of creative thank you um but I feel like I'm being very disjointed but essentially it's creating this practice of you know creating relationships based on all these kind of arbitrary like you know likes and dislikes and everybody having an equal turn and everybody being a circle so there's no like division of like almost hierarchy it's like you have to look at everybody around the circle or at the centerpiece if you're getting like if you don't want to like stare somebody down in the circle which is really important but then that leads to um like getting deeper in a circle practice where if a student does do something that like breaks the trust safety you know etc of the community then rather than going forward with like um you know exclusionary practices such as like suspension um you know switching a class or like hopefully not expulsion that they can go back to their classroom and you know essentially like heal what they did against the community in a community setting It's not foolproof. Some kids, like especially middle schoolers, need boundaries of like what behavior or is expected. But um, I think it's really helped me as a teacher get to know my students more, and I think they feel like they can trust me, like and tell me things because. I've shown my vulnerability and my willingness to engage with others and, like, kind of sit with, like, uncomfortable or super silly or, like, you know, sad or X, Y, Z kind of emotions in the circle. And, yeah, it's just a, it's like a a structured way to form community in the classroom. Um, And I really like doing it. And it's, you know, this past year was very transformational. I, I formed really tight, like relationships with some of my class uh my classes i had and they like you know if i told them it was a circle they'd be like yes and probably because they're like we don't have to learn today but you know they were learning on a different level more like the social emotional skills which is also super important so really long kind of jumbled response but uh Mm -hmm. yeah circles help community and i truly believe if like every teacher did it which I'm trying to get people to do it at my school, and I, I'm part of the restorative restorative justice um, committee. Um, I think it could really um, mitigate students like self removing themselves from the classroom through the behavior, or just students not mm-hmm. feeling like they have a, a space in the classroom.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. I did not. Um, I didn't even know that that sort of stuff existed Mm -hmm. you know and especially as something that you can apply in this sort of like systematic way like you were saying you know it's like you have you establish these sort of boundary conditions and Mm -hmm. rules and Mm -hmm. within that space you allow you create that safe space Mm -hmm. basically for discussion of like everything from something silly to something serious yeah it sounds like so healing i wish i had a, a circle a community circle in my school yeah yeah
1: I mean, I love doing it. Just with the um, volunteering I recently did in Tijuana, like we would start in in each day. No, we would we would start the day in a circle, but we would end each day with a circle talking about like our lows and highs of the day, and then um, there was another round. And it was never like mandatory to share, but I think it, it allows people to. I don't know, just feel like their voice is valued and heard, which I don't think people always, even myself included, always feel like they have that worth to be heard. So I think circles in that sense also, like, you know, they can be used in so many different contexts, and I think most people are, or maybe it's just me, I, I like to share. So mm-hmm. it offers them that opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd also, like I imagine, for those who... Don't otherwise take the time to even just reflect. You know, it's it's like an excuse to be not even an ex. It's like an opportunity to be able to do that. You know, and I to do it with the community sounds really lovely. Also, yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing. Of course, happy to. That's awesome. Yeah, and so yeah, just musing about community about community circles while enjoying the violin of uh i think this is i don't know if this is another pop song
1: (laughs) it was saying popular songs popular songs covered by cello Uh, by cello sorry we walked into this place and they were playing despacito which has been almost like this theme song of my entire like volunteering trip so i was like oh, oh really i didn't how fitting i started with it you know with my friends i went to volunteer with like all knowing the lyrics and i was just like huh like there's well, okay and then just having a lyric less version to finish my trip in southern california so
0: <laughs> that's awesome i <laughs> yeah. didn't realize i thought that it was because i don't know i thought maybe because it was like in in Spanish or something mm-hmm. and then we met in Spain yeah. yeah so Hannah and I met in Spain mm-hmm. like probably going on like four years ago that's what mm-hmm. we were saying right yeah. yeah which is amazing it is amazing wow <laughs> time <laughs> if only you could see the expression Hannah just made <laughs> just the, the in awe of, of time yeah but, um, but okay I think uh, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about right now on this uh episode
1: no i it's of course as any conversation with Norrell has given me many other you know exploding thought bombs in my head where i'm like oh, this
0: that connection so this connection exploding thought bombs or or or, or 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 <laughs> <laughs> exploding thought bubbles i was gonna say like blossoming thought flowers
1: <laughs> Ooh rising thought loaves of bread oh
0: i thought you were gonna say sons but i I like the loaves of bread oh my gosh in the past couple days i've eaten a lot of bread and i just have enjoyed that but uh yeah i love it
1: well yeah no more thoughts just thanks for uh letting me talk with you about my thoughts
0: yeah (laughs) thank you so much for for being here Mm -hmm. and i think we're gonna say goodbye unless actually I kind of want to get into this thing where when I have guests on the show um Mm. I um I ask like a common question Mm. so maybe um maybe we could do like maybe we could do like a self-care question because we were talking about that earlier too um like what's a way in which and maybe it's part of again like what we talked about but a way in which you like with everything that that goes on in life Mm -hmm. like when you do make that time for yourself like what's one way in which you do that and it just like makes you feel good you're like okay i'm taking this time Mm -hmm. to do self-care like just for me Mm -hmm. you know
1: for sure
0: um i think
1: my self-care and i'll preface this with the statement that i was never like love in love with running or you know like long distance that kind of thing but um I think usually going for a walk or running and taking that time to um I don't know running or just physically exercising is the thing that gets me most into like my own body in terms of not feeling like I'm spinning into you know the the outer space with all my anxieties or anything else that I went through the day and I found that running or you just walking around the block with my dog is the is the best way to get my brain um, kind of to transition a little bit more smoothly without feeling like I have to um, press down all the thoughts from teaching all day it's more of like that chapter of the day is over and we're turning a new one and so mine is like physical exercise but um that's just the first one that popped into my head Mm -hmm. because i like to sweat and then i get to shower Ooh, taking a shower
0: gotta love the showers (laughs) actually lately i've been taking um cold showers again which i did in spain yeah Mm -hmm. and it's so refreshing
1: i was talking my Mm -hmm. sister works at a spa in portland and we got in this habit of going for runs and then going to hot sauna and then cold plunge after a run and I realize how fortunate I am but you can do that in the shower too and apparently like mimics the same effects of like 90 seconds of like hot water and then like 90 seconds of like cold water and it oh my goodness like talk about that's that's that self-care for me. Mm-hmm. and i know self care isn't just you know like getting your nails done or taking a shower it's like the tough things too but if you're looking for a quick like for me it's like a mental reset of just like ooh physical and mental cleaning <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i feel you totally yeah for me actually also exercise and like um and and just like taking a shower and you know it's like it's so simple but it's mm-hmm. also like so uh it just like can change can change the the day
1: my dad's remedy for he's kind of like for any of you who've seen my big fat greek wedding you know her dad is like put some windex on it my dad's like take a hot shower yeah. <laughs> and that's his cure
0: my mom always said when we were growing up like uh when when a baby's cranky put him in water oh, like yeah because yeah, we grew up like in water like we grew up in um always like near water yeah and wow we would just go to like the beach or the pool or something or take a shower and there you go i'm feeling better s- so on mm-hmm.
1: that level like water is for me like the most like c- cleansing thing like especially just being by the ocean the past couple of days and being able to swim every day and like yesterday surfing i was just mm-hmm. like oh my goodness like maybe i'm just a cranky baby
0: that always needs water <laughs> i think we all are <laughs> we all have this cranky, cranky baby i mean or maybe thing. it's yes cranky cranky in her child mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know i can't speak for all of us but mm-hmm. i also i can relate for sure yeah, yeah. sometimes we just kind of like splash some <laughs> splash some water in her face or something you know seriously like
1: totally i
0: don't know i that's how i feel you know I'm about right myself you. You. Yeah. So. yeah yeah
1: yeah Cool. So, um, on that note, on have that a note, run. Yeah. Get some water in your life, whether drinking it or splashing it on your face. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Hannah. Thank you, Narelle. Until next time. Goodbye. Stay grounded. <laughs>